Hey mama, do you dream of starting a podcast and getting your message out to your ideal clients, but haven't because you don't have thousands of followers on Instagram? Today, I'm here to tell you that a huge following is not needed for a successful podcast. Shocking, right? But yeah, you don't need a large following in order for your podcast to be a success. So what do you actually need to start a podcast? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Turn Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Andrea Singletary, a wife, mom of two, podcaster, and former virtual assistant turned podcast manager and consultant. Friend, I know you're tired of offering all the things as an online service provider. You're tired of working endless hours throughout the week and not earning an income to match how hard you are working. You desire to grow and scale your business, but you're not sure how or where to even begin. If you're ready to get the full scoop on how to successfully grow and scale your business without, wait for it, sacrificing motherhood or your sanity, grab your coffee, pull out that notebook and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dig in. But before we dive into today's episode, I want to read a review from one of my listeners. The review reads, As a new podcaster, I'm searching for resources to help me grow and scale my decluttering coaching business successfully without burning out. Andrea offers practical, tactical, and helpful tips for me as a mama-turned-mompreneur. I've just joined her Facebook community for more support and can't wait to learn more from her. Thank you, Andrea. And this review comes from Emily McDermott over at Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm Podcast. Thank you so much, Emily, for your review. Also, if you guys are looking for a podcast that provides actionable tips for decluttering your home and your head, Emily's podcast is just for you. Her show is called Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, and it has been such a blessing to me. So you definitely want to go check it out. All right, so let's get into today's episode. So one of the main reasons that I've been told by mompreneurs for why they haven't started a podcast is because they don't have a large audience. So before we dive into the three things you actually need to start a podcast, I want to unpack this with you guys. So let me ask you a question. As a service provider, realistically, how many clients per month do you need to reach your income goals? Is it thousands of clients? If your answer is no, which it should be for everyone, then you don't need thousands of followers. When you price your services based on the number of clients you want to work with monthly, you don't need a large audience. You just need to gain the number of clients that will allow you to reach your income goals. I share this because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking if you build up your following, then start a podcast, you have a greater chance of gaining clients because you have a large audience to pull from as potential clients. The thing is, is that you waste so much time trying to build that audience on social media 
when you could be building that audience through your podcast organically. As you are building your audience through your podcast, you are connecting with them on a deeper level and nurturing them so you can convert them to paying clients. Social media limits how you connect with your target audience. You can only say and do so much with reels, stories, TikToks, static posts. Plus, when social media is down, how are you going to connect with your audience? You don't own your followers on Instagram or TikTok. You don't own your group members on Facebook. Podcasting is evergreen, meaning it is there forever, and you can talk to and connect with your audience whenever you want. I honestly hope this sets some of you free. Please stop waiting and start your podcast today. All right, so now that we have unpacked why you don't need a large audience to start a podcast, and hopefully you are ready to go ahead and start that podcast, Let's get into the three things you actually need. So number one is a clear niche. Now, if you've been following the podcast since day one, you know that I did an entire series on niching down. So I'm going to link these episodes in the show notes so that way you can go back to them and you can follow the steps in those episodes to get your niche, to have a clear picture of who you're serving and how you're going to serve them because that is very important for your podcast. So knowing who you serve and how you serve them is important because that is going to determine the content you put out on your podcast. When you are creating content for your podcast, it's not about what you like, what you think is important. It is all about your target audience. And you should have your ideal client avatar in mind. So that one person, you know them like the back of your hand, that is who you're creating this content for. That is who you're speaking to. That is who your offer is for because your offer is going to address their pain points. Your offer is going to be the solution to their problems. Now, when you don't have a clear niche, that's when you run into not seeing that return on investment in your podcasting. So you're not going to gain clients from your podcast. You're not going to connect with your audience. You're not going to see that growth that you desire. And more than likely, you're going to succumb to pod fade, meaning that by episode 10, you're throwing in the towel, you're ghosting the audience you did have, and you forget all about this podcast. I don't want that to happen to you. So number one, have a clear niche. The second thing you need is a strong marketing strategy. Now, I know that marketing is not always a fun word, but the thing is, is that you have to market your podcast. You have to make sure that you are sharing about your podcast, but also there are some strategic ways you can do this without feeling like a slime ball trying to make sales. And I know like sales, it feels like slimy and yucky, but there is a way to do it so that you're not feeling that way. So I'm going to give you four quick tips for marketing your podcast. Now, this isn't an exhaustive list. This is just some quick tips that you can use when you're ready to launch your podcast. So one is create a podcast launch team. 
Now, this is great because you literally create a team who is going to market your podcast for you. They're going to share about your podcast, talk about your podcast to everyone. They're really going to help build your audience. But you want to make sure you're strategic in who you're picking to be on your team. They should be your ideal clients because more than likely they're going to be in touch with or know other people who are also your ideal clients, or they should be people who serve your ideal clients. Another way to market your podcast is to share snippets of your episodes. Now, you can do audiograms, but those don't always perform well. I have found personally when I take a um, royalty-free video snippet and I add a snippet from my podcast episode and I use the captions, those perform much better as reels than audiograms do. Um, And a website that you can use to find free, royalty-free videos is Pexels. Um, Absolutely love using them. So I'll make sure that I link that in the show notes as well. Another way to market your podcast is to share about your show in Facebook groups. Now, you're going to do this in Facebook groups where your ideal client is hanging out and you want to bring it up naturally. So say that you have a podcast on organizing your home and someone posts in a Facebook group asking for tips on how to organize their children's bedroom. Well, maybe you did an entire podcast on that. So you can say, hey, I did a podcast episode on this very topic. Would you like for me to share the link? And by doing that, not only does that person get access to your podcast, but anyone else who may be reading the comments, they may check that link out as well. Another thing is in a lot of these Facebook groups, they have a weekly thread where you can share free resources. Your podcast is a free resource, so you can promote it that way as well. And then the last tip for marketing your podcast is have guests on your show and be guests on other shows. And you want to make sure that you're guesting on shows within your niche. And this is a great way to grow your audience and get more exposure for your podcast. So when you have guests on your show, your guests, one of their requirements can be that they have to promote the episode that they're on. So you create graphics for them and they share it to their audience. When you're guesting on other shows, you can share that you have a podcast or maybe that's part of your bio. So you get that exposure either way. Now let's get into the third thing you actually need to start a podcast. And that is to incorporate keyword rich words everywhere. Now, Just to give you a brief overview of what keywords are, these are the words that your ideal client is typing into Google, asking different questions. So pretty much they are Googling their problem. And the idea is that your podcast will come up in that search for whatever the problem is that they're Googling. So if you want people to find your show, you have to use keywords. And when I mean by using keywords everywhere, I mean throughout every single aspect of your podcast. So you want to make sure you include keywords in the title of your podcast, in your podcast description, your podcast tagline, each episode description, each episode title, in the show notes, and in your episode audio. So let me explain that one a little bit more. 
Google now has this new system where they pick up keywords in audio. Season one is searching how to create time blocks and actually stick to them. Well, if you do an episode on time blocking and if you use those keywords and say them throughout your episode, Google will pick that up and your podcast episode will be one of the things that shows up in that search. So it's very important to do your keyword search before recording your episode. So that way you know what to say and just sprinkle it throughout your episode. Now I have a bonus for you guys. So I use Audacity for editing my podcast episodes as well as my clients. And one of the things that Audacity does is that when you get ready to export your edited episode, it brings up this little box and you can put in like the information about the episode, so like the title name, your name as the host, the actual title of your podcast, but it also has a section where you can add in the genre and a comment section. And so you can incorporate keywords there. So for genre, that is where you're going to incorporate keywords for the overall topic of your podcast. So not an individual episode, but just in general, what your podcast is about. So you will already have those keywords because you should have them before you launch your podcast. And then with the comments, that's where you're going to incorporate the keywords for that specific episode. And it creates tags that are connected to that audio. And so when your podcast is distributed, it has those keywords attached to it. So this is something really cool about Audacity. I can't really speak for other editing software because I, I stand by Audacity. I love using it. It works best for me and my clients, but you can check out some other editing tools and see if maybe they have that as well. But that's just a little bonus for you guys. All right. So those were the three things you actually need to start a podcast. So if you are ready to start a podcast, I want you to make sure you have these three things in place before ever uploading an episode. If you don't, your podcast will not yield the results that you want, and more than likely you'll succumb the pod fade, and we don't want that. So as a quick recap, here are the three things you actually need to start a podcast, and a large audience isn't one of them. One is a clear niche. Two is a strong marketing strategy. And three is to use keyword rich words throughout your show. I hope you learned a lot from this episode and that it motivates you to go ahead and start that podcast. Remember, you do not need to build your audience first before ever launching a podcast. Although it's nice to have a large audience, it's not needed and it will not determine your podcast success. I'll talk to you guys soon. Mama, thank you so much for taking some time out of your busy day to hang with me. If this podcast just gave you the confidence boost and insight you needed to take your online business to the next level, will you do me a huge favor and share this episode with all your mompreneur friends? Sharing this episode and leaving a review will help us to reach all the mamas out there who are ready to take their current business 
to the next level without sacrificing motherhood or their sanity. I love, love, love reading your reviews. Also, I am all about community and building a village. I would love it if you join me over in the Mama Turn Mompreneur Facebook group. Remember, you are doing amazing, Mama. Much love, and I will chat with you again soon.